0: This is the Fertile Mindset podcast where we explore all the emotional aspects of fertility to support you on your path to parenthood. My name is Sarah Holland. I'm the Fertile Mindset coach and a mother to two children after my own fertility challenges. I hope you find all the support and inspiration you need within this podcast to carry you forward on your fertility journey towards your own successful outcome. It's also my wish that through listening to these episodes, you rediscover how to enjoy life now and live it to the full while you wait for your baby. Now, let's begin today's episode. Hello, and welcome back to the Fertile Mindset Podcast. In this episode, I'm having a chat with Fran Miliarati. And Fran is a fertility mindset coach. She's based here in London, in the UK. And she's not only been through her own fertility journey, which ended in having twins through IVF. Um, She also survived an ectopic pregnancy. And now she uses everything that she learned, everything that she experienced to support people on their fertility journeys. She has lots of tools and techniques that she uses for mindset support. And the one that I am particularly interested in, as I'm sure you know, is EFT, emotional freedom techniques, also called tapping. So in this chat here, Fran and I have a conversation about her journey, about her own experience of taking care of or not taking care of the emotional side of fertility and, and what that can result in and the support she now offers. And we talk around mindfulness as well, which I think is really, really important and such a, an easy and tangible way to take care of your emotional well-being day to day and on your fertility journey. So we dive into what mindfulness is, what does it really mean compared to what we think it means and how can we easily start to use it and, and how we can use EFT as a tool as well to support our mindfulness and our emotional well-being. So this is the first time that you'll hear me speak with Fran. I'm also speaking to Fran at the Fertility Stress Solution Summit, which starts on the 1st of February. This is a brand new event that I'm holding that I'm very, very excited about. You may have already heard about it, received my emails or seen posts about it, and perhaps you've already reserved your free spot there. If you haven't done that yet, please do join us. You can sign up for free at fertilemindset.com slash fertility stress solution or look for the link under the podcast here but for now have a listen to this conversation with fran i hope you enjoy it and you join fran and i also at the upcoming summit hello fran welcome to the fertile mindset podcast it's really lovely to have you join me here thank you for having me sarah it's it's a pleasure to be here with you today and it feels like we're speaking a lot this week because not only are we speaking now on the podcast, um, but also we're speaking at the Fertility Stress Solutions Summit, which has just opened its doors um, to new registrations. So um, it's really lovely to have this opportunity to talk to you, you know, a couple of times and, and touch on different topics together as well. Yes, absolutely. I think it's a
1: great, a great uh, support. Yeah. Um... For anyone who's trying to conceive the summit, the podcast. So thank you also to you for doing what you do.
0: Oh, you're so welcome, and yeah, it's a pleasure, isn't it? When we do this kind of work, and I'm I'm sure you can relate to this as well. You know, the more that we can get the message out to people that there is support available, that we hear them, that we understand them, and and then present you know possible solutions for them, I think it's just such a motivator, isn't it, for doing this work anyway, knowing that it's it's helping people that are out there listening. Yes absolutely
1: that's that's the main thing that's the goal.
0: That's what we're here for yeah absolutely yeah. so um, before we get into what we're going to talk about today which is a really really interesting topic and I know we're going to have lots to say about it Um I'd love to hear a little bit from you Fran about how you got into this work this work of fertility support and, and a little bit about your story as well.
1: Yeah sure so I personally have uh, gone through a bit of a journey myself um, on trying to conceive so gosh that was eight years ago when it all began so eight years ago husband and I got married and I came off the pill thinking I would get pregnant within a few months (laughs) Mm. and obviously that didn't happen so classic PCOS um, didn't ovulate, um, didn't get pregnant naturally, was then referred to a fertility specialist. And um, this, I'm talking this 2014, 2015. And back then, um, all these months, you know, today I'm, I'm, I'm talking very simply about it, but I do remember very clearly in my head and in my body how that felt, Um, how lonely those months were. I didn't have any friends around me who were trying to conceive at the time. I didn't have anyone who uh, had gone through fertility treatments apart from one friend. Um, So it was a very new world for me and um, it felt really scary um, not only scary because of all the uncertainty and all the fears around will it ever happen? Is anything wrong with my body, but also scary, the fact that it was everything new, all this terminology, the doctors, the, the, the scans that I was doing, you know I, there was a lot going on and that put a lot of pressure on my on my health, on my well-being, my emotional, my physical well-being. But at the time I didn't realize any of that at the time I only thought about getting pregnant having a baby and moving on with my life because that was the next step for my husband and I so I um, managed to go through fertility treatments start uh, with uh, clomid and then IUI and I got pregnant with IUI but it turned out to be an atopic pregnancy. And again, the level of his scariness, you know, how how scared I was with everything with the atopic pregnancy just went through the roof. Um, it was um, uh, an atopic pregnancy that ruptured, so my 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 uh, my my condition then turned into a serious condition. I needed to have uh, surgery, so all all, all in all, um, I think that thinking back, I um, had a lot of trauma as well that happened, physical trauma to my body, emotional as well. Mm. Um, but I didn't realize any of that at the time, as I said. So luckily, after my topic pregnancy, I took a few months off uh, to recover. And then I tried IVF with my partner and my husband, and we got pregnant. We got pregnant with twins. Um, and that, again, in itself was a risk- uh, high-risk pregnancy so again lots of fear involved with the pregnancy um, so after having my babies I um, took a while off work um, I wasn't a fertility coach back back then I had a different job and when my daughters were two years old it's when I had a, an emotional breakdown um, and I really didn't know where it was coming from. So I did a lot of work on myself to identify that that rush, that um different sort of emotional um feelings that I was feeling in my my head, in my body, something that I had this uh sensation that something was wrong with me was actually coming from all my trying to conceive ears So all the traumas, the emotional trauma that went with it. Um So I started working uh, with myself um, in terms of my emotions, my uh, trauma. And I noticed that actually a lot of women go through the same. So by doing a a little bit of research and then joining certain groups online from women who had experienced uh, very similar experiences in life, I realized that, there isn't that there isn't a lot of support when it comes to emotional well-being for women who are trying to conceive women and couples and that's when something sparkled within me and said um, you have to turn those wounds that you carry into wisdom and help others support others in their journey so that's when I decided to change careers completely I um became a, a life coach then I specialized in fertility then I uh, specialized in trauma and trauma work so that's pretty much how I got involved it's turning my own personal journey healing from it and then deciding to help others as
0: they navigate their own journeys wow thank you for sharing that Fran and I can imagine mm-hmm. that there will be you know people who can relate to what you went through there that kind of it's so new, it's so different. I don't even understand this world of fertility first of all, but then almost just thinking, well, this is how it is. I've just got to carry on. You know, it doesn't sound like there was even that space, that acknowledgement of that this is emotionally hard, you know, because if you're not aware of other people dealing with it and the way they cope with it, well, where's our, you know, role model from there? You know, who do we look to? So yeah, uh, so interesting how that came out for you. A couple of years after you had your babies you know and suddenly you know it's all still there isn't it in the background it's all still needing to be healed um, yeah yeah.
1: and as you say because we are so much focused on having a baby and then pregnancy happens it all doesn't shift away so you're still dealing with all the fears mm. and it, you know, complications that sometimes or mostly most of the times that go with a pregnancy so by the time that you sit down to reflect on your life and how you feel, it's probably years on later. Um, and that that means that your body has gotten used to that pattern of coping with whatever emotional trauma or physical trauma even that you've been through. Um, so that's why I decided to go back to the time when someone is trying to conceive and support them and minimize any future uh, consequences emotional consequences and and of of what they're going through in yeah. the moment so dealing yeah. with that um or managing that emotional trauma or emotional challenge um with the up and up and downs of emotions that fertility brings mm. um in that in that in that phase of their lives which is so important that will shape
0: how they they cope with difficulties in the future mm. it's interesting isn't it because our ability to cope And our ability to adapt and just do that instinctively, you know, does happen and it can almost cover up, can't it? You know, what's really going on underneath until we reach that that breaking point. So an awareness. Yeah. As soon as we face fertility challenges and as soon as our dreams look very different and we realise this is going to take so much longer or be a different path or involve treatment, whatever it is. If that recognition was there early on and the support came in in whatever form feels right, then, yeah, we're not storing it up for the future, are we? We're not kind of adapting in coping mechanisms and in unhealthy ways that will come back to, to haunt us at some point. When we? I loved how you said how you turned your, your wounds that you've been carrying into wisdom. Mm. Um, and like we just said at the start, didn't we? You know, there's, there's a real drive to do this work and to keep spreading the message and saying, look, it's okay, whatever you're feeling is natural, it's normal. But you don't have to accept it. And we're here to support, you know, and there are options. There are that you may not have anyone in your immediate circle, your friends and family and colleagues who really understands what it means to have fertility issues and go through these kind of traumas, but there are people out there who understand, you know, and obviously through the the internet and you know, being connected to anyone anywhere now, we can find our, our people, can't we, who will will understand and, and give us that space to explore it. So
1: yeah. yeah and that's i really love the community that today exists around uh, trying to conceive and fertility because it does make a difference in someone's journey um and we're not only talking about you know chances of conceiving but also make a di- difference in their quality of life so the person they are as soon as they do get pregnant or whatever it is that is next in their journey for them Will make a huge impact in who they become. Who they become as as a mother in the future, a father. So that's really important, as you say, to 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 open and to build that community around yourself as you are dealing with um, a challenging uh, time in your life. Instead of shutting yourself down and burying everything that you feel, because. Any different reasons? It could be because that's how you've coped with difficulties in the past. It could be because people around you minimize how you feel or what you're going through, just because they don't understand themselves. So it's very important that um, you know people find this community, but also that they they live within the community, like they build the support around them. Um, And things like the summit is just one of the examples how how, um, amazing and how um, important this is for women who are trying to conceive. And I wish I had this during my personal journey and back then eight years ago, I don't even know if this community existed. So maybe it did, but I just didn't have anyone and I wish I did and I wish, and I see there's a lot more now, even fertility clinics now offering emotional support to their patients. And I think it's so important too.
0: definitely. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's rising up, that's for sure. You know, it's, yeah. it's becoming much more recognized. You know, it seems crazy that it would need to be recognized. But, but I think fertility is so focused on the physical health because it's seen as a physical health problem, uh, yeah. you know, a problem in conceiving, that that's where all the focus and attention and support goes, um, that it takes the fertility patients themselves to, to recognize it and speak out and say, look, this is what I need to, to create the shift. So, so we're here, we're going to keep talking about it, you know, yes. it's, it's really, really important. And I know we're going to share today as well, friends, some kind of simple ways that we can start to tap into that, that way that we're um, coping and that way that we're, um, talking to ourselves and talking about our situation and the way the thoughts that we have and so on and we're going to look at that all at the under the umbrella of mindfulness Mm. which I know it's a it's one of those kind of real um hot topics right now isn't it mindfulness you know it's we hear people talking about it all the time and mindfulness practices and how we can bring it into our lives but I think yeah it's going to be good to have a discussion about what it really means and kind of the achievable ways we can do this and the easy ways we can do it as well you know what I'd love to hear what your perspective is on mindfulness what is it what does it actually mean so
1: mindfulness means different thing different things for different people um, but I think for me and the way that I see mindfulness and I apply it all my life and I apply it and I explain it to my clients is mindfulness is making a decision out of a choice so it is not reacting to something it's not just doing something for the sake of doing it but being aware of your state in the moment what it is that you need for the future and then making a mindful decision on what's next so one thing that is very common is to see mindfulness as this calm and zen state you can even imagine someone sitting lotus position eyes closed kind of meditating and thinking that that's the goal of mindfulness but for me um that kind of um puts a mask on the internal state of someone instead of really focusing on what mindfulness feels inside of your body so for me mindfulness feels like you're connected to whatever it is that is happening for me for you in this moment so I usually say uh, coming home so connecting to the body so feeling like you're home in your body as a state of mindfulness and that's why I call my coaching package homecoming because that's really the the basis and how we start um, building a solid mind-body strong connection to support you emotionally um, in your fertility journey is that feeling that you are able to notice what's happening in your body being aware of what it is that you feel and then make a decision what you need or what your next steps will be in that moment, on that day, at that time in your life.
0: Um, yeah. I love that difference that you pointed out there into, because that's what, what happens, isn't it? We hear the word mindfulness and a region immediately a picture comes to mind of, of people being mindful and like say, meditating and being calm. And, you know, we, we think about what it looks like, rather than what it feels like but once we start focusing on that feeling and what the experience would be like for us it becomes a lot more tangible doesn't it and realistic and I I love the fact you brought in about decisions and choices Mm. Um, because yeah the the way that we make decisions and choices and the the part that we feel we have to play in those is is huge isn't it? it we can make decisions in a very conscious and a very mindful way and I know that EFT and we both use EFT which I'm sure we're going to talk about um, and it's the whole foundation for the summit as well um, but EFT is a real a real support isn't it in making mindful decisions and really getting back to what it is that you want to do and what feels right for you not what society and everyone else and all the kind of noise out there says we should do you know it is it helps decisions become much clearer doesn't it and I'm guessing more mindful
1: yes absolutely and that's why you know linking to EFT I just love EFT as a tool Um, Because that's how EFT can, even if you don't know how to be mindful and how to connect to your body, that's what EFT does for you. So with EFT, you acknowledge how you feel in that moment without judging, without trying to change, just acknowledging what is in that moment for you. And then you talk about, or during the technique, you kind of go through what would be, what would the opposite be? How is it that I would like to feel? And then you solidify at the end how it is that you're feeling based on how you want to feel. And kind of bring those words and those sensations to your body and you make it happen for you by tapping and by saying those words to yourself. So that's why I think, EFT, it's such a a unique tool and such a useful tool when it comes to mindfulness, when it comes to giving yourself the choice of feeling in a different way than what it is without judging how you feel, without shaming yourself, without going into any um, comparison or rabbit holes of um, those mind tricks that we play on ourselves, like how we can have sabotage our own well-being um, by just being able being, by just being in those states of um, negative negative thoughts. And EFT is just a tool, an amazing tool, a very useful tool to help you come out of it.
0: Yeah, it makes it easy and natural and possible, doesn't it? Because as you talk through those steps there, Um, you can see the obstacles that can be at place, can't you? You can see, first of all, like they're not recognizing that I even, like you felt, I guess, for, you know, your fertility journey, not even recognizing that these emotions are happening and they're there. They're just pushed aside. We put our coping mechanisms in place and they're hidden, you know? So first of all, it's the recognizing, isn't it? And then totally acknowledging it without the judgment, because if we start judging ourselves and saying, well, I shouldn't be feeling that way. Others are coping better than me. You know, there are far worse things going on in the world or whatever. We try and minimize what we're feeling. Then again, we've pushed it away and it's not allowing the healing. And and I love when you said uh, the other steps of tapping uh, actually you can start to bring in those like, well, how do I really want to feel? You know, it allows space, doesn't it? Once you've acknowledged this is how I am feeling and this is my truth and I'm going to be really honest with myself first, even if not talking to anybody else, at least I'm acknowledging it to myself. Then it gives us that chance to, make a choice doesn't it and say well do i want to feel this way or do i want something else do i deserve something else and when we bring that into the tapping it's i mean we're not really touching on exactly what tapping is here but tapping is working with the meridian system in a very similar way to acupuncture but using our own fingertips to tap on the meridian points to create a sense of balance Mm -hmm. in ourselves and when we're in that place of balance we just do and we think and we feel whatever we most need don't we whatever is natural for us and comfortable and supportive and we can release and we can let go of all the stuff that we didn't so so yeah when you clearly put it in those steps it it really showed me the the process that we go through with tapping it's it's quite it's quite phenomenal to watch isn't it someone go through that process of recognizing acknowledging releasing and then claiming you know what they really want
1: yeah it's magical and I think Some sometimes clients that never heard never heard or never done EFT before, they often say, Oh, in the beginning I felt so uncomfortable saying those words. And I say, Yes. And that's really a good thing. It's because you're learning how to recognize and how to acknowledge your own feelings. Whereas in the past, what we are taught, you know, as a society, is to hide what we feel, to hide our true stories and um how we feel in that moment is to both bury that inside of us so that it doesn't make anyone dis, dis you know doesn't cause any discomfort also that we can get on with life because you know life is busy and we're always on the go always having to accomplish things so the technique in itself just by starting by uh with the acknowledging starting with saying I I feel stressed or I feel anxious, I feel this way. It's a way of just acknowledging our emotions and that's what our emotions need. just need to be acknowledged. It's often the stories we create around it, like shaming ourselves, comparing ourselves, thinking how we should feel. That's what really what causes emotional distress. It's not the emotion itself, but the meaning and the stories we give to it afterwards
0: yes oh gosh totally yeah and the emotion itself doesn't have to be scary or impossible or anything to be ashamed of at all you know it's it is everything we put around it isn't it or we think other people are thinking you know um yeah when we strip it right back it becomes much simpler and that's what that's what a lot of mindfulness is about as well isn't it Is, is is stripping back to to real simple thoughts and and decisions and choices and keeping things very straightforward
1: yeah and you can do that in so many different ways you know just naming our emotions is one but also noticing how your thoughts are doing in that moment are you just being mindful of your thoughts are you having racing thoughts are you finishing your thoughts or are they just rolling from one to the other or are you having scary thoughts you know just like going through what's happening in your mind and noticing them it's a way of being mindful as well same as your body, so noticing what body sensations can I feel? Do I feel tension anywhere in my body? And then if you do, just name it. So there are different ways that you can use mindfulness to improve or to help you um, uh, in your day to day, in your quality of life as you're trying to conceive.
0: Yeah, lo- lovely simple things to just have that awareness of and, and start start listening to our thoughts and taking note of them. Um and people do that in very different ways, don't they? I know a lot of people love to to journal maybe first thing in the morning and just write out what's I know for me that's amazing. If I start writing out what's actually in my head and the thoughts that are going on in there, yes. it becomes a lot clearer. You know, it's like, oh my goodness, I can see it all on the paper now. Mm. And it's like a, a sigh of relief when when you've released that kind of pressure from your mind. So So, yeah, simple, simple tips like that are wonderful. And of course, we touched on EFT and we're going to keep talking about EFT at the summit. But the the session that you have at the summit, Fran, is is wonderful because it's addressing those obstacles to mindfulness, isn't it? Those obstacles to having a calm, peaceful mind, being able to make the the choices that you want to because we talk about stress and anxiety and and using eft to work through that don't we in your session which is amazing you you have a wonderful tapping round there that i hope everyone listening to the podcast comes along and and joins the session at the the summit as well
1: yes thank you i think um the even the words i use during the tapping that do connect quite nicely to our topic today which is um Great to see how you know just saying different things to yourself can help shift our state, our emotional state. So some of the words are, you know, I choose this or I choose to feel this way, and and giving yourself the option as well, as you're going through the script to connect to your body, to connect how you feel and check in with yourself to see what shifts. So to also to learn how to recognize and how to notice what's happening in your body as you tap as you go through the script. Um, so there's definitely a few good things that you know um, that the EFT exercise that we did could uh, benefit you, could bring um, to you if you've never done EFT before, um, or even if you have you know EFT has this magical dust around it that will <laughs> work in a different way every time you do it it could feel it could shift a lot more sometimes because it depends on how tired you are you know so all the things that uh, around well-being will influence how that um, particular session that you do may 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 feel for you um but yeah I think um it's 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 definitely a great tool for anyone who feels stressed or anxious
0: about their journey and i hope it helps yeah i know that both of us uh, when we discovered eft you know it's like gosh this technique is phenomenal you know it works so much more quickly and effectively and importantly it's something that that people can use themselves you know they may need to learn it first of all from say the summit or from a practitioner or wherever else but then you can start to really take control over the thoughts that you have, the, the meaning that's behind it, you know, the, the conversation you're having in your mind, and really calm that down just with a simple technique that takes a few minutes by tapping on your meridian points. You know, it's quite phenomenal. And that word magic and magical, I hear it frequently as well, constantly, you know, and I feel it myself. Gosh, how, how many years have I been using EFT now? About 18 years, and still when I use it on myself. I'm still amazed by the shifts that I feel and definitely what you know I see on other people as well so you're right you can do the same tapping round which the rounds that are available in the the summit and yours is one of them you could do it on one day and feel a certain way and then another day you're in, your mind's in a different place you know you're you're dealing with something different your your thoughts are going in a different direction and you'll get a different result from that but it will always be for what is best for you it's always bringing you as you say about coming home back to yourself back to what feels comfortable familiar safe supportive Um, and that's what i love about it you don't have to kind of you don't have to set out positive affirmations do you with eft and say this is how i want to feel because people find that very difficult don't they to yes picture that and think am i choosing the right words is that really even possible for me we can let go of all of that with eft and just focus on what is true right now and then bring in those lovely words, which I know you use in your tapping, like I I choose to feel a certain way or I'm open to, to a shift here. I wonder what will be, you know, the best outcome for me. And then just see where you get to and, and trust that that is the right place and you feel that it's the right place. You know, you know when you're done, don't you? You know when you've arrived with it.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. That's such a nice way of explaining um, EFT and what people can expect and how they should they should it's not not how they should feel but how they will know that it's it's been beneficial to them yeah, yeah
0: you know don't you it's a, a sense of peace isn't it that real yeah. yeah it's beautiful and yeah we could talk about EFT all day because <laughs> it's what we're both passionate <laughs> about and that's why I created the summit which is the fertility stress solution summit it's my I think it's about my 10th online summit that I've done it might even be the 11th but I've run lots of online summits in the past that are all about fertility all about different kinds of support but this is the first time that i've really drilled down purely to um, using eft as a modality for stress release emotional health emotional well-being and and all that you know amazing support it brings in and it's been amazing to bring together eft practitioners including yourself from everywhere who are all focusing on fertility in their own unique ways and I remember sending out, you know, that invitation to you, Fran, when I heard about the great work you were doing. And I think I'd seen you actually on a, an Instagram live talking about EFT as well. And so I yeah. sent out the invitation. Please come and join me at the summit. Um, what made you take up that invitation? Why Why do you want to be a part of this event?
1: Well, thank you. Thank you for reaching out and uh, for putting this together, because I think this is so powerful and so valuable. Um, I think EFT and what made me do this is um, EFT is such a wonderful tool and a tool that has been proven again and again um, with the clients and people that I that I do EFT with even on myself how amazed I was once I discovered EFT it's a it's an evidence base that's science behind it that's research behind it so EFT is very unique in its own way because of the things we discussed just now with the way that you learn how to acknowledge how you feel and then you create this what's possible for me and then you solidify this at the end um, and give yourself the opportunity to be mindful um, in that moment of how you feel and um, in the EFT is free, so you can do it anywhere. You can, uh, once you learn how to do it on yourself, you don't even need to be connected to a computer or a screen. You will do it on yourself. You, you could be doing it before you go into the clinic. Uh, you could be doing it as you wait for your appointment or before you go to bed. So it's limited, like it, there's no limit into how far you can take EFT once you learn the tool. Um, so I, I think EFT is definitely the top of my toolkits. You know, when it comes to showing clients what what they can use in order to feel better, all these mindful uh, sorry mind body tools I often see as as a menu of choices that clients can learn and then they choose which ones will use in that moment so EFT is always the top from my clients when I say at the end of my coaching programs I ask like what were the tools that you learned here that you loved and that still work for you and that you will
0: take on with you EFT is always there um, at the top so Yeah, brilliant. That's why it's time to put the spotlight on it, isn't it? You know, and make sure, you know, it's my dream that everyone in the world who is on any kind of fertility journey, whatever stage they're at, however they're feeling emotionally at that time, is that they do have these tools available to them. um, And they have something, like you say, that they can do themselves, that they feel very empowered with, and that they can as soon as any, soon as any emotional discomfort, any fear, any worry, whatever it is that starts to come in, that they can take some control back, you know, and start to nurture themselves, start to heal those emotions as they go along this journey. Um, yeah. You know, sharing your story, Fran, right at the start, it's my heart went out to you, you know, to you that to all that time ago when you you weren't aware. And then obviously when your, your children were little and all those emotions came up, it must've mm-hmm. been such a tough time. And I'm sure, you know, like me and everyone that works in this field that's what we don't want that for anyone else do we you know yeah. we want we want them to be connected to support in whatever form that takes and we know that EFT whilst it might look a bit funny because you're tapping on points on your face and on your body you know it looks <laughs> a bit odd at first but like you say it has that research it has that knowledge as to what is going on here um i think a lot of people understand it in relation to acupuncture because acupuncture Mm -hmm. is a very well known um modality for fertility support it's it's absolutely wonderful um and that's very much accepted now even though that's inserting needles all over our body which can seem equally as strange but you know um, yes when we see the results that's what's important you know we see how it works we see the the true long-lasting real results for ourselves and And then it doesn't matter how something looks or or what our preconceived ideas were if it really works for us. thank you for being a part of the summit. It's amazing to have you on board. It's, it's a wonderful lineup. Um, all, all five days of sessions are just amazing. And yours in particular, I really enjoyed our conversation. It was beautiful. So I can't wait for, for people to tune in and to watch that soon in the summit, which starts on the 1st of February. I will put the sign up link to the summit, wherever you're listening to the podcast right now, you can have a look at the text below, whether that's on my website, on Apple, on Spotify, Wherever you are, you'll be able to see the link um, to sign up for the summit, which is completely free of charge. Or you can go directly to slash fertility stress solution and you'll be able to sign up for free, ready for when we begin on the first of February. And then each day there will be new sessions with. A huge range of of EFT practitioners, coaches, therapists who all have this amazing interest and amazing connection with the fertility community whether it's because they've been on the journey themselves or they really recognize a a part of the journey that they really want to support you on. Um, Yeah there's a like I think you said there about having a list there didn't you Fran a list Mm -hmm. of things to go through and that's what this Mm -hmm. summit feels like as well you know every day you're going to have different resources you can connect into and it's not just presentations although you know they are the the core of it and they're they're just going to be amazing to take part in because they're all interactive you can tap along and gain results from each of those 10 sessions Um, but I'm also going to be running extra sessions each day um, with tapping based on whatever you need so as you join the event there is a free private Facebook group um, where you can come in and meet up with me and everyone else taking part and you can let us know what you need. What is it you're facing on your fertility journey right now? What do you want support with? And there'll be additional tapings created to support you as we go. And a safe space there for you to, to connect with others and, and share your experiences, ask your questions and make sure that this is a really, really powerful week for you. So it's not just a typical, ordinary you know online summit where you sit there and you just watch presentations. It's something you can dive into, you can actually use during the week Um, and look to get the results you're looking for within that short time that we're together, it would be amazing to hear, you know, what your experiences are. So do join us there at the Fertility Stress Solution Summit starting 1st of Feb and you'll see um, Fran's wonderful presentation on stress and anxiety on a fertility journey um, included in the the week's programme. So thank you so much for joining Fran, both today for this lovely Mm -hmm. chat that we've had, but also in the summit too. I'm sure this won't be the last time we speak because I I really love the way you work. It's, It's just beautiful and so empathic and so supportive of the fertility community.
1: Thank you, Sarah. It's been such a pleasure to chat with you as well and to be part of the summit. anyone who is listening and is interested please do go ahead because it's just phenomenal even everyone who's participating all the practitioners it's just wonderful it's a brilliant tool um if anything it will help you feel better so Mm. um please uh feel free to reach out if you have any questions as well um and uh, yeah thank you very much for having me sarah it's been it's been a pleasure
0: you're so welcome Fran and if people want to connect with you directly um, where's the best way to find you online where can they see you and and, and ask you questions
1: so I'm on Instagram
0: um
1: and at Fran underscore Miliorachi, and I have a Facebook group too and on my website um they can connect with me via email all the details are on, on my website too um yeah I'd be happy we're happy to connect
0: Beautiful. Thank you so much, Fran. Thank you, everyone, for listening today. Thank you, Sarah. Bye-bye. I'm so pleased you're listening to the Fertile Mindset podcast. And now I would love to invite you to join us in the Fertile Mindset Sanctuary. The Sanctuary is my fertility support membership, which is focused on taking care of you and helping you enjoy your life while you wait for your baby. In the sanctuary, I'll guide you through using an amazing technique called EFT, or tapping, and you'll soon be feeling less stressed and more joyful. If you're not already in the sanctuary, do come and join us today, because the best time to start receiving support on your fertility journey is always right now. Honestly, it makes such a difference to have good quality emotional support and techniques that you can pick up and use yourself whenever you need them. Go to FertileMindset.com slash sanctuary to join us today. I look forward to hopefully seeing you there and at the next episode of the Fertile Mindset podcast.